book. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello and welcome back to Obviously Good 2021. Woohoo! You are joined as always with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Libby. Hi guys! And Buttery Bella. Hi guys. So we had a week off. I hope you didn't miss us too much. And we're back. We're back in your ears. And before we kick off this episode for the new year, how was everyone's new year? Oh, it was a bit of a different one this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Look, it was not the one we expected. Like I was watching the press conference on the Wednesday thinking, don't you dare, bitch. Don't you dare lower those numbers. <laughs> it's definitely sauce, not, Gladdy, it's sauce. not her fault. I don't Gladdy, think. we love you if you're listening. It's not her fault. It's the Northern Beaches' fault. Um, whoa. whoa. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. And in fairness, look, it's not necessarily any one person in particular's fault. <laughs> I mean... It was. was. Yet to find patient zero, but we won't go into that. <laughs> we are not here to point fingers, no, that's for sure. No. We're all in this together, guys. Absolutely. So Libby, what did you do for New Year in the end? Well, I was meant to be going to a friend's house for a bit of a party, but obviously that got scrapped off the table. Mm. So we ended up going just to my partner's house and he lives with two of my best mates. So we had a... 2021, Jack becomes my partner. She usually just says boyfriend. Oh, okay. So, um, yes, he's now turned into my partner. Oh, no, okay. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know like why. relationship status changed? <laughs> yeah, Is I, there a ring on your finger? I updated it on Facebook. Right, okay. Cool, partner cool, cool, status. Cool. Um, yeah, we just had dinner and lots of drinks and things like that. So pretty low key. I think there would have been a lot of that happening this year. Bella, something similar or what did you get up to? Yeah, well, as you know, my plans changed about five times. So, (laughs) but in the end, I ended up just going on a yacht with one of my friends, Nate. Just going on a yacht. Just going super low key, super low key. (laughs) It was so much fun. I was like, I didn't see this one happening, but I'm here and I'm loving it. And did the yacht have like a capacity? Like they couldn't have as many people or? No, apparently you can have up to 70. There's some weird rule about like, Ocean what, like land and sea. Yeah, like you can have more. A friend earlier, back what? when we had lockdown, got through that loophole and had like a 100-person party on a boat back when we were in like the middle of lockdown and it was totally legal. That yeah. does not make sense because like it's smaller space. You can't get away on a boat. I know. I don't know. But maybe they like it's all contained. I don't know. Right. Okay. <laughs> in this case, though, we did not have up to 70. We had a smaller amount. I will not disclose the number. <laughs> But it was COVID safe. It was COVID safe. Very. Okay, perfect. Beatrice, did you have a COVID safe news? Yeah, it was a really weird one. I didn't have really high expectations. And again, like just like you guys, plans were changed last minute. But a friend ended up having a property outside Greater Sydney. So we managed to just have still a small group, but we did um, basically like a silent disco festival thing. That is such a good idea, the silent disco. so fun. I did not have high hopes for it. I thought it was weird because you put on music and you think you dance all together to a song, but like you put on the headphones and then you're like, you just spend the whole night being like, change to green, change to green, <laughs> change to blue, change to blue. And then if you take them off, all you just hear is like shuffling so and like good. really bad singing from people. Because I was like, that's a great idea because you'd hear nothing, right? But apparently it's just like loud anyway. It's, but I think for like the neighbours and like people around, it's not actually that loud. It's only like the stomping yeah, of Yeah, some random As opposed like, to like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And some tone deaf singing along we saw. Oh yeah. Oh, it was really bad. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> so a successful New Year's Eve all round. Uh, did anyone get a New Year's Eve kiss? <laughs> we do not disclose that We do not disclose that information. Oh, all right. We do not kiss and tell. By the looks on their faces, I'm going to say yes all round. <laughs> 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 Moving on from that embarrassment, um, I think it's time for Talk of the Town, the part of the podcast where we tell you what's hot off the pass in food this week. Now, Libby, you have one for us. Well, I'm actually, after all that positive energy, I'm taking us down now a little bit of a sad route. Oh, seriously? So I'll start sad and end happy. Okay. Okay. All right. So we've got a sad news. My favorite pizza place in Surrey Hills, Mm -hmm. maybe Frank, Mm -hmm. closed down. Late last month. Wait, what? what? I know. I still haven't been. Neither. Look, there's the Randwick store that's still okay. serving hot pizzas. Okay. So head on out there. Now, it's not all bad news. They are looking to open up somewhere else. So oh, hopefully, okay. hopefully somewhere in my sort of hood so I don't have to travel all the way to Randwick. Mm. I'll be keeping my eye on that. And the better news is in the next few weeks, they're opening up a new espresso dash cocktail bar oh. in City CBD, opposite Hotel CBD, called Sammy Jr. Cute, like maybe Sammy? Exactly right. So this one is meant to be an espresso bar during the day. So I suppose that's coffees and these sort of things. And then by night they turn into a cocktail bar. Love oh, it. right, because I forget maybe Sammy and maybe Frank are connected. Yeah. Same owners. Oh, so they've done like a love child. Totally. Oh, oh. oh my Sammy gosh, I cannot Frank. wait to go there. And also I feel like the city is in need of some more... Actually, do you think it is in the need some more bars, guys? No. Look, I always think that whenever you're trying to like wine and dine a client, it's always good to have somewhere that you know is going to be good. Mm. And with a reputation like this, you know it's going to be good. Oh, amazing. Well, guys, keep a look out for that soon. I know, in a few weeks' time. Ooh. Ooh. Continuing on the Italian road, Bella, where did we decide to kick off 2021 for obviously good? We thought it was only fitting to bring in the new year the way we came into last year. And let's be honest, probably every year by eating pasta. (laughs) Hidden within Angel Place in Sydney Centre is a magical little restaurant that goes by the name of Ragazzi. If you close your eyes, you could almost open them and believe you in the back streets of Rome. Inside the Italian-style wine bar, you'll find a dimmed, somewhat mysterious and moody room that is lined with leather booths, surrounded by walls that have an imperfect painted finish and dark chairs ready to host their patrons. Now, we've been wanting to go to this place for quite a while now, and as you guys know, it's the new year. We hadn't really planned anywhere, but we thought we would try our luck. B, run us through what happened. We did indeed. Libby and I actually raced over after work and got in line, and it had been raining this day. So if you're familiar with Ragazzi, it is really small, as Bella said, so it's a, kind of like a hole in the wall, but it's got seating on the outside. So when we arrived, we said to the lady, look, we don't have a booking, but we really want to come. Is there any way we can walk in? And she said, you know what? If you continue to drink wine, you can sit here as long as you like. Caveat, in the rain. In the rain. I think, yeah, she didn't make that point very clear. And then later I realized that they were happy to take anyone that would sit in the rain at that point. <laughs> and there was three tables available outside. So we were sort of like, oh, okay, great. We'll snatch one up. We'll sit and we'll buy a bottle of wine. Perfect. Mm. A few minutes into the sitting, a light pitter-patter appears on B and I's shoulder. And we're like, mm. oh, this was why they were free. <laughs> this is why no one is sitting here. Now, while Libby and I were waiting for Bella to come across the harbour, we did as we were told and we ordered a beautiful bottle of Bianco from Villa Job, which was this amazing kind of Pinot Grigio, which was like, 
It was very cloudy when it came it was to the table. Cloudy. It looked like a bloody cider. It looked like cider. apple juice. By the time, like when I sat down, I was like, oh, the girls have ordered apple juice. <laughs> yeah, and we sat there sipping it thinking, look, look at us with our organic wine. I know, it did taste very organic. Mm. It was delicious. And look, something to really note about the venue, obviously, as Bella said, it's a pasta and wine place and they have 300 wines. 300 plus, yeah. Plus on the menu. And so it is rather overwhelming when you get that massive book of wines. So I was flicking through trying to decide. True, and she did come over maybe like five times and say like, have you decided? And we're like, look, we're dealing with Bella trying to get here. We're dealing with it. Is it potential raining? We're dealing with, yes, we need a wine, but it's a lot. And there's 300 there and lots of them are way out of our price range. Which, I mean, it does help. You eliminate some, but also like I did want to get the right one. There's options where they've got minimal skin contact, lots of skin contact, but mm. there's still a rosé. There's cloudy wine and they have all the descriptors there in the front page. But to understand the key, you have to have read the front page. And so then you're like, what is this little symbol of a peach? It's quite a lengthy process, (laughs) essentially. And so I was like, how did I meant to get through this? Every time she came back, I was like, no, we haven't talked. I'm still just reading the wine list. She was beautiful though, wasn't she? Oh, all of them were beautiful, I have to say. Now, Bella did finally arrive, came in hot, coconut in the hair. Um, (laughs) And we decided it was time to look at the menu. We did indeed. So the menu is cut into two sections. So the first section starts off with the anything but pasta, I suppose. So you've got burrata on there. You've got beef tartare pig's head croquettes all kinds of different interesting things um because as bella said we started the year the way we intended to finish the year we obviously got the burrata mm-hmm. obviously it there was, was no going past that it was burrata with peas white asparagus and mint mm. and it came out with some delicious sourdough mm. yum note each serving of the sourdough, a dollar per person. Oh. No. No way. Because that was not a lot of sourdough. That was the tiniest piece of sourdough. I know, but if you think about it otherwise, one dollar for half a piece of bread, like at any normal restaurant, that's actually pretty good. Is it though? You I know, just think bread should be free. Yeah, because in Europe and stuff, it's free. I know, but Europe's Europe. We are sitting in Sydney, Australia's CBD of course it's going to be expensive. Mm. Mm. So I was actually really happy. I thought that was quite reasonable when I looked at the the price tag. Oh, okay. Okay. And also really delicious. Now, the menu, something to note is that the menu does change very regularly. So what we're talking about on the menu may not be there when you get there. No, and that's the most exciting bit. And someone said that to me the other day. They said, oh, I saw you went to Regazzi, but what's the menu? Yeah. Because it, it does changes. change so regularly. So you kind of feel like you're getting something special. Totally. And like I thought the way that they did the cooking of each of the vegetables on the burrata was just they really were heroing that seasonality and that deliciousness of like the peas and the white asparagus absolutely and it's funny because i feel like peas is a bit of a hit and miss food definitely totally you think about your mushy peas that you get at home with your steak like yuck yeah but in this instance oh delicious key player star player oh star player and the asparagus never seen a white asparagus in my life and loved it. Loved it. White asparagus. What a weird, weird vegetable. <laughs> I didn't even know it existed. No, it's just like the young asparagus, basically. <laughs> both, both Bella and I are so uneducated. We're sitting there being like, what is this vegetable? <laughs> anyway, we'll move away from the asparagus and jump on to the main event. We were going to go with a few more of the sort of more entree or share dishes, but then we decided we're at a pasta bar. Let's just go hard on the pasta. No, I decided. <laughs> I put my foot down and I said, I'm not here to fuck spiders. <gasps> Whoa. It's true. Um, but we agreed. We're a team with consensus. Sorry, there was definitely consensus. And, and, and should we note that by this point, I think rain was falling? Oh. Yes. And 
and they did bring us out umbrellas. Yes, they did. Initially, it was quite wet. Bella was wearing the napkins and cape. <laughs> <laughs> I think the waiter really liked that, actually. I think they loved our dedication. No matter what, we just stayed sitting out there. Yeah, every time they came out, they're like, oh, you're still here. And I was like, well, <laughs> you're still serving us. So as long as this continues, we're not going anywhere. If you keep bringing the pasta out, we'll stay. That absolutely brings us to our first pasta dish, which was the spaghetti cacio pepe. Mm. Uh, this is a favourite of the Obviously Good family. It yes. is. It is essentially just lots of parmesan, lots of pepper, oil on this beautiful al dente spaghetti. Now, this one did have a bit of chilli. I don't actually know personally if that's traditional or not. I don't think it is. I think traditionally it's just meant to have the three ingredients. And I agree with you and I love this bit when we just talk out of our ass, but basically I think, <laughs> I think, it, I think you're right. Um, Look, when we've had it before, I haven't seen the chilli on it. So, like, I remember him putting it down and me thinking, oh, chilli. Yeah, right. No, Definitely you, here for it. Yeah. I'm a fan. Happy about it. But I don't think it's traditional. And it was very yummy. And it's it's mm. almost like it was like that chilli oil through it too as well because yeah. it was sort of like a pinky oil like that sat in it. It was so yummy. And honestly, the the... The spaghetti itself, the al dente texture of that spaghetti, honestly Superb. blew my mind. Oh, yeah. Look, I am I don't like al dente pasta, but I've really come around to it recently and they just nailed it perfectly. Oh, it's That's really what they talk about when they say that that's the perfect way to cook it. Mm. I think whenever I've cooked al dente from home, it's, it's like still crunchy as opposed yeah. to that <laughs> just blightable texture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Oh, and after that beautiful... Beautiful dish. What came next, Libby? Next was the conchilia with the prawns and the fermented chili mm. and the corn. This was awesome as well. This was really good. I do not have a bad word to say about any of the pastas, so I feel like my conversation around them is going to be exactly the same. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Because I think we just had a stellar time. It did. And the thing that I really liked on this was Bella and I were both feeling a bit neg about the corn. Like, mm. I mean, we both chose the dish because it, obviously it was prawn and that's not really B style. But we are both like, oh, the corn's a bit weird. But when it came out... It was like everything that you could possibly want in that moment. I totally agree. The, the sweetness of the corn just counteracted the... Well, it helped with the chilli, the, the fermented chilli mm. flavour. And and then I think B, you even said it wasn't very seafoody. No, it wasn't at all. I really enjoyed that. Like, the reason I get put off all those, you know, crab linguinis and prawn passes is because you get that hit of seafood that kind of just like ruins the whole dish for me but no not in this case and the corn i just think corn is such a versatile member of the vegetable family and quite an underrated vegetable absolutely it's it is stunning and i mean i can't wait to tell you about my food feature later on but uh it's it's coming up oh libby don't tempt the listeners i know but they have to keep listening to hear a bit more about some more corn you do indeed well i guess that brings us to our last pasta which was my pick and you know what i picked this and it's ironic that i picked this and you both gave me shit for picking this and we're happy about it and this is because b picked the rigatoni with pork and fennel sausage and pepper and doesn't that just sound like the most basic dish possible? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's funny too, because as soon as you said that, Libby, I was like, I know that B has, <laughs> she has implemented herself into this situation and she's gotten this pork and panel sausage. Sorry, sorry, sorry. When you say implemented, I'm sorry, last time we checked, we were a food podcast and everyone had equal share in this. <laughs> but sometimes we need to put a blindfold on you because otherwise, if you were ruling the roosters, we'd be eating. <laughs> oh, too much time on the farm, Belle. <laughs> Okay, well, tell me, guys, what did you think? It came out. You're all giving me shit about it. And then 
one bite and I have to say here that was probably the best dish oh it was really delicious it looked like the the sausage itself when it came out it looked really like pink in color mm. and when meat's like that kind of like off gray pink it's always a bit unappetizing to look at yeah and it wasn't like a sausage cut up per se it was like little kind of like balls of meat yeah it was the inside of, of the meat. sausage meat yeah exactly kind of like popped out and like that as well, the way that you're explaining that, like oozed out sausage meat, like kind of gross concept. But honestly, when you put your fork through a bit of that sausage meat and one of the rigatoni pasta coated in that beautiful, delicious oil. Mm. Oh my gosh. It mm. is mind blowing. Star dish. Well, I, saying it right here. Right I now. think that they were all the star dishes. I actually I do not know which one I preferred. Oh. And like the way that that pasta again was cooked and I was reading in the menu that all the pastas are specifically chosen for the specific sauce. Yeah, that's a thing. That mm. is a thing because you have a different pasta with a different sauce. Sometimes it doesn't work. It doesn't land. Absolutely. And it was just, you could tell that was the case because the, you know, the shape of the conchilia like held the prawn inside it. Oh, in this little bucket. In its little <laughs> shell. And then the rigatoni, like you could get a bit of the sausage inside the whole of it. Oh, oh sounds so cute, guys. <laughs> and it was cute, wasn't it? So cute. I think something to note about just the eating of it is that obviously it comes out, well, not obviously perhaps, and that's why I'm explaining it, but it comes out on one plate and we divided it ourselves into three. Mm. And so you're not getting a huge serving. No, no. I, would, I would go so far to say as I thought the serving sizes were small. Definitely small, but they always are at those places. I know, but it's sad that they are. Well, I, I think that the quality of the pasta makes up for it. Yeah, and... To be fair, like if you were just eating that one dish, it would probably be a little too rich, maybe. Yeah, and maybe that's why you only need that size. Yeah. Mm, fair. Well, I guess that brings us to the last dish, which was a weird... The whole situation was a bit weird because we were all vibing, having a really good time. So when she came over and said, do you guys want the dessert menu? We were like, yeah, we'll just have a look to sort of hang around a bit longer. Yeah, you got to say that yes to like... Oh, yeah, we'll be here, but go away. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then when we got the menu, there was this delicious one on top that just sounded so good mm. that when she came back, I was like, I'll make the executive decision. Let's order the dessert. All well and good until a few seconds after she took the menu out of my hand, the rain came back. Oh, yeah, the rain came back hard. <laughs> it came back harder than it had been the whole night. And I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. What have I done to us? Yeah, Libby's like, let's just cancel dessert. I was like, well, no, it's ordered now. It's 2021. We don't cancel dessert. No one cancels dessert, buddy. <laughs> I love this. It's 2021, the year of not cancelling dessert. Yes. <laughs> <gasps> so. The, what the dessert was, was a beautiful bit of hazelnut mousse mm. with shards of chocolate and shards of what I can only describe as as twill or like a bit of brandy snap almost. Yep. And then it was sitting in a bed of olive oil and balsamic vinegar. So and this, this seriously, I had to be like to the girls, am I going crazy or is this balsamic dressing? And literally I, I was sitting sort of like angled sort of away from the dessert. So I could only see the side that had the mousse and not the oil side, if that makes sense. Mm. And so I'm like, Bella, shut up. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. And then she's like, turns the plate. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> to the point that I'm like, did they accidentally put our dessert in an oil and balsamic dish or is this supposed to be like this? Not sure. I really rated it. I actually didn't mind the oil. My only qualms was with the fact that the mousse, which just didn't have that rich 
chocolatey mousse hit. It had this really light sort of. I think it's because we're used to eating flavors like Nutella. Yeah. And yeah. Nutella is such a rich chocolate and hazelnut feeling. Whereas I think the mousse was actually just specifically hazelnut as opposed to being Aha. what that Nutella spread, which is chocolate and hazelnut. Mm. And so we're sort of waiting for that beautiful, sweet hit. And it's just quite a nutty flavor. Mm. I think you're exactly right. And I agree with you, though. I was searching for it the whole time. Now, the texture was amazing and it looked beautiful. Yeah. But I think that that's where we went wrong. It was our own taste buds probably missing the mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't Regazzi's fault at all. It was just our <laughs> sloppy Western taste buds. Something like that, perhaps. I'm not too sure. Well, I suppose it's time our sloppy Western palates go to order up the menu, <laughs> which is the part of the podcast where we decide whether it's worth a visit or not. Lips, dollars for dishes. Okay, so it was $60 a head. Mm. Pretty good for three pastas, an entree, a beautiful burrata entree, and a bottle of wine. Mm. And a dessert. Oh, and a dessert. I think that's a banger. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty good. It is definitely really good. And something, though, that I do need to caveat this whole section with is that the bottle of wine that we chose was obviously on the cheaper side of the menu. And so you can get those wines that are up there at $120 to $150, $200, which, you know, there's a significant portion of the me- of the wine menu that is up there. And we definitely didn't spend that much. Our bottle of wine was $60 or $65. Oh so imagine if we hadn't bought the wine. And we always say this. And <laughs> Absolutely. So if, if you don't drink wine, you're in a great position here, but you also miss out on a delicious taste. Mm. So I'm going to sit it pretty high. I thought it was a really beautiful experience. And sitting out on that cobbled street is just something special, even in the beautiful rain. It really was. I know it seems like I've been giving quite a lot of high scores lately, but I'm going to start the new year the same way. I'm giving it a four out of five. Oh, oh I honestly, love that. I thought I was going to go higher. I'm happy with four. I have to give it not a 4.5 because, and not a five, because it has such a capability to be really expensive. And whilst the quality of the food is so good, and I have actually had a dream about it since, I think that it'd be remiss of me to give it too high a score because the portion size is small and the, I think the price, you know, for a bowl of pasta, you know, the cheapest you can get is, is $27 or something. So mm. it is it is tricky thinking about that. But, I mean, they do make it on site. But four out of five, pretty good. Oh, no, very high rating. I just like to know, you know, where we sit for our listeners. We know why is it not getting the highest of the high? Yeah. Uh, look, that's the only reason. I think that is a great place to start for 2021. Bella, mate or date? Date. Love yeah. it. Cute little place. You can go, you can hide there. Like it's a bit of a seclusive area. Too much time with the paps. You're hiding. (laughs) (laughs) But true. It's not on the main drag. Like that's that beautiful thing about Angel Place. You know, you won't really, you don't have too many passers by, I suppose. I mean, it was quite of a thoroughfare, but I guess in people, not cars. So like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you're sitting out on this beautiful street and you're not, yeah, you're not interrupted by beeping horns or anything. Yeah. And definitely still less people than if you're on the street, George Street, at least. Absolutely. And I guess like we sat outside. So like I've never sat inside. Libby, have you sat inside before? I actually have. So prior to us going, I had been, I went with my mum and my godmother, who I have mentioned this on the podcast before. Super cute. And um, inside is just as beautiful. Mm, But there was something extra special about sitting outside because you feel like 
you are, you know, in on Rome. that. Yeah, in Rome on the street. I was going to say, you feel like you're in Europe. Yeah. So beautiful date spot. Beautiful date spot. So B, are we dressing bougie or basic for it? Look, I'm a little bit torn on this one. And only because I feel like Italians, Europeans, they make things so effortlessly beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just sitting out in the street. There wasn't a lot of fuss. But I want to say it's bougie. I think it has to be bougie. Right? Yeah. Like it's, it is, there isn't this, you know, big fuss around the decor and But when you sit inside, and... like when you sit inside that beautiful, there's this beautiful big sort of mirror. Mirror. Yeah. That's not, it's not straight. It's like this sort of oblongy, Weird curved shape. shape. Yeah. It's stunning. And it, it's, you know, you'll see it all over the Instagram. It's, it's gorgeous. And that adds that element of like class to yeah, me. Yeah, Absolutely. But I do see what you're saying because, you know, you can go in and sit at the front of the bar. It's hard yeah. for us to judge having sat on the street, but I do think it is a bougie vibe. Yep. And again, I hate to, you know, pigeonhole restaurants in the city, but it is in the city. It's in the center of the CBD. So people are coming after work. People are coming out for a night out and people, everyone around us was very well dressed. Yeah, totally agree. So we have a bougie vibe, a date spot and four out of five. Love it. Awesome. I guess that's time. For Food Features and Fails. Food Features and Fails is the part of the podcast where we tell you a feature or a fail from our week. Bill, feature or fail? So I'm actually really excited about this one. I went to dinner the other night with a bunch of school friends and we met up at the Carrington. Oh yeah, in Surrey Hills. Correct, in Surrey. I have never heard of it. Neither had I. Like, I don't think I'd ever been there before. It's not a pub that I would necessarily write home about, but I think you're going to tell me otherwise. Well, so what I'm writing home about is not necessarily the human food. but Holy it's, hell. Yep. But it's actually the dog food. <laughs> oh, wait, it's a, do- oh, it's a dog-friendly pub. It's a dog-friendly pub. And literally, they had a section on the menu dedicated for dogs. Oh, my gosh. That is so good. <laughs> I know. Wait, like... Like, what kind of food was it? Like, brown rice and veggies, steak, Wait, beef tarte. Seriously, for legit, the doggos. Legit things. Oh, that is that is one way to make money. It's so cute. <laughs> I love it. And everyone in Surrey Hills is obsessed with their dogs. Like, heaps yeah. of cafes have, like, this sort of, not necessarily like that, but they have, like, puppuccinos and whatever. So Do they this, actually? Yeah. So this market oh. is, is right for the picking, you know? I love it from the Carrington. Good on them. So is that a feature from you then, Belle? Yeah, a little doggy feature. I love it. B, feature or fail? I've got a feature, but then the more I think about it, the more I just think I'm a sad human. <laughs> um, uh, It's a really lame feature. And it's also one of those things that you do. And then you think to yourself, am I weird? I don't know. Okay, Basically, let us know. We'll judge you. <laughs> the answer is already yes. Back at work, went for my lunch break, got some, went to rolled, got some you know, yep, rice paper yep, roll. Yep. Yum, yum, yum. I'd had from the day before my bag of carrots and some hummus. I've got them both out. I'm dipping between the both. And then I have the rice paper roll oh, in my left hand. I see where this is going. And I dipped it into the hummus. <laughs> oh, no, I'm down. I think that's down? fine. Yeah, I'm down. Tasted so good. But people are going to have to carry around hummus when they go to rolled. It's a bit of an activity. <laughs> yeah, true. It is a bit of activity. And also it's not pra- – like rice paper rolls are hard to dip. They're so soft. Yeah. yeah. Not a good sort of scooping tool. And then I just felt like a fat kid dipping my <laughs> biscuits into an Nutella jar, like dipping my – Rice paper roll into hummus. Like, Is that like a healthy weird? version? Yeah, of... but I felt weird. And you're just like so proper. I can't even picture you doing this. <laughs> no, and then like my boss walked past and was like, 
what are you doing? Like, <laughs> weirdly felt ashamed. <laughs> but like, it was kind of fine. To be honest with you, I always put um, a tablespoon or two of hummus in my salad at lunch. Because oh, instead of like a dressing, I just use that as my dressing. And so it's the same thing because I just have things like, hummus okay. is the skinny person's glue. <laughs> glue? <laughs> glue. Just Am I right, fat ladies? people eat glue? <laughs> no, it's... Yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible analogy. But you get what I mean. It's like the skinny person's like, I'll chuck a bit of hummus on and everything's okay. Yeah, because it tastes so good, but it's healthy. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And it's really good for your gut. So really, this is a shout out to the hummus. (laughs) (laughs) Featuring hummus. I love it. I love that a lot. Take it away from my weirdo vibes. Lib, feature or fail? I've got a feature, but it does come out of a bit of a a dark time. Oh, 2020? (laughs) No. Do you get dark times? (laughs) Sometimes. Well, so while you guys have been holidaying, I've actually still been working through. Oh, I forgot your skeleton stuff. I know. It's sad times over here. But so to get me through this period while I was working, I was also watching television. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Anyone at Zip listening, turn off your mic now. (laughs) What I was watching, because you have to, when you're doing work, you have to watch something that's really like, not that interesting. Yeah. Like course. something that's quite- No, you can't get hooked in the storyline. <laughs> no. And so what I was watching was my favorite Jamie Oliver on template. They've got Jamie Oliver's ultimate veg. Okay. So anyway, this story is going to happen. I promise. <laughs> I'm getting <there. laughs> I'm really confused where we're going yeah, yeah. here. No. True. But in one of the episodes, he actually created this salad that was, it's essentially got beautiful lettuce on it. It's got two types of corn. Here's where the feature comes from the corn. Mm, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. So you have your normal corn on the cob and then you use popcorn in this salad. Oh. Dress it in this like yogurty dressing and it's honestly awesome. Wait, sorry. Have you tried it? Yes, I made it. Oh, you made it. Sorry, you're watching, watching it and then you made it. Yeah. And then amazing corn hero. This is when she's meant to be skeleton staff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, you have to have the small wins in the you day. You still got to eat when you're working. <laughs> totally. True. And so I'm also very inspired because one of my news resolutions, as I mentioned on the special episode, was to eat more and more, less and less red meat as we go along. And so this whole ultimate Jamie's ultimate veg is just veg only. So good. So exciting for you. Oh, negative energy from you. I guess that's all we have time for, for the first episode for 2021 of Obviously Good. What a cracker ep it's been, ladies. And if you want to continue hearing us in your ears, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you jump on in to our Facebook community. That's obviously good podcast on Facebook. And if you want to see pics from today's episode or any other episode, you can follow us on Instagram at obviously good podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Now let's just do a normal one this time. Well, I'm being normal. Oh, it sounds terrible.